Numbers chapters 16 through 18. Now Korah, the son of Izhar, the son of Kohath, the son of Levi, and Dathan, and Adriam, the sons of Eliab, and On, the son of Peleth, and sons of Reuben, took men. And they rose up before Moses with a number of the people of Israel, 250 chiefs of the congregation, chosen from the assembly, well-known men. They assembled themselves together against Moses and against Aaron, and said to them, You have gone too far, for all in the congregation are holy, every one of them, and the Lord is among them. Why then do you exalt yourselves above the assembly of the Lord? When Moses heard it, he fell on his face, and he said to Korah and all his company, In the morning the Lord will show who is his, and who is holy, and will bring him near to him. The one whom he chooses he will bring near to him. Do this. Take censers, Korah and all his company. Put fire in them and put incense on them before the Lord tomorrow, and the man whom the Lord chooses shall be the holy one. You have gone too far, sons of Levi. And Moses said to Korah, Hear now, you sons of Levi, is it too small a thing for you that the God of Israel has separated you from the congregation of Israel to bring you near to himself, to do service in the tabernacle of the Lord, and to stand before the congregation to minister to them, and that he has brought you near him, and all your brothers, the sons of Levi, with you? And would you seek the priesthood also? Therefore, it is against the Lord that you and all this company have gathered together. What is Aaron that you grumble against him? And Moses said to call Dathan and Abraham, the sons of Eliab, and they said, We will not come up. Is it a small thing that you have brought up us up out of the land of flowing with milk and honey to kill us in the wilderness that you must also make yourself a prince over us? Moreover, you have not brought us into a land of flowing with milk and honey, nor given us inheritance of fields and vineyards. Will you put out the eyes of those men? We will not come up. And Moses was very angry and said to the Lord, Do not respect their offering. I have not taken one donkey from them, and I have not harmed one of them. And Moses said to Korah, Be present, you and all your company, before the Lord, you and they, and Aaron, tomorrow, and let every one of you take his censer and put incense on it, and every one of you bring before the Lord his censer. Two hundred and fifty censers, you are also, and Aaron, each his censer. So every man took his censer and put fire in it, them, and laid incense on them, and stood at the entrance of the tent of meeting with Moses and Aaron. And... Korah assembled all the congregation against at the, them at the entrance of the tent of meeting, and the glory of the Lord appeared to all the congregation. And the Lord spoke to Moses and to Aaron, saying, Separate yourselves from among this congregation, that I may consume them in a moment. And they fell on their faces and said, O God, the God of the spirits of all flesh, shall one man sin, and will you be angry with all the congregation? And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Say to the congregation, Get away from the dwelling of Korah, Dathan, and Abraham. Then Moses rose and went to Dathan and Abraham, and the elders of Israel followed him, and he spoke to the congregation, saying, Depart, please, from the tents of these wicked men, and touch nothing of theirs, lest you be swept away with all their sins. So they got away from the dwelling of Korah, Dathan, and Abraham. And Dathan and Abraham came out and stood at the door with the, of their tents, together with their wives and their sons and their little ones. And Moses said, Hereby you shall know that the Lord has sent me to do all these works, and that it has not been of my own accord. 
if these men die as all men die, or if these are visited by the fate of all mankind, then the Lord has not sent me. But if the Lord creates something new, and the ground opens its mouth and swallows them up with all that belongs to them, and they go down alive into Sheol, then you shall know that these men have despised the Lord. And as soon as he had finished speaking all of these words, the ground under, under them split apart, and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them up, and their households and all the people who belonged to Korah and the, all of their goods, so they and all they belonged to them, went down alive into Sheol, and the earth closed over them, and they perished from their midst of the assembly. And all Israel who were around them fled at their cry, for they said, Lest the earth swallow us up. And fire came out from the Lord and consumed the two hundred and fifty men offering the incense. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Tell Eleazar the son of Aaron, the priest that take up the censers out of the blaze. Then scatter the fire far and wide, for they have become holy. As for the censers of these men who have sinned at the cost of their lives, let them be made into hammered plates as a covering for the altar. For they offered them before the Lord, and they became holy. Thus they shall be assigned to the people of Israel. So Eleazar the priest took the bronze censers, which those who were burned had offered, and they were hammered out as a covering for the altar to be a reminder for the people of Israel, so that no outsider who is not of the descendants of Aaron should draw near to burn incense before the Lord, lest he become like Korah and his company, as the Lord said to him through Moses. But on the next day, all the congregation of the people of Israel grumbled against Moses and Aaron, saying, You have killed the people of the Lord. And when the congregation had assembled against Moses and against Aaron, they turned toward the tent of meeting, and behold, the cloud covered it, and the glory of the Lord appeared. And Moses and Aaron came to the front of the tent of meeting, and the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Get away from the midst of the congregation, that they may consume them in a moment. And they fell on their faces. And Moses said to Aaron, Take your censer, and put fire on it from off the altar, and lay incense on it, and carry it quickly to the congregation, and make atonement for them. For wrath has gone out from the Lord, the plague has begun. So Aaron took it, as Moses said, and ran it in the midst of the assembly. And behold, the plague had already begun among the people. And he put on the incense and made atonement for the people. And he stood between the dead and the living, and the plague was stopped. Now those who died in the plague were 14,700, besides those who died in the affair of Korah. And Aaron returned to Moses at the entrance of the tent of meeting when the plague was stopped. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the people of Israel, and get from their staffs, one for each father's house, from the chiefs according to their father's house, twelve staffs. Write each man's name on his staff, and write Aaron's name on the staff for Levi. For there shall be one staff for the head of each father's house. Then you shall deposit them in the tent of meeting before the testimony where I meet with you. And the staff of the man whom I choose shall sprout. Thus I will make to cease from me the grumbling of the people of Israel, which they grumble against you. Moses spoke to the people of Israel, and all the chiefs gave him staffs, each for each chief according to their father's house, twelve staffs, and the staff of Aaron was among their staffs. And Moses deposited the staffs before the Lord in the tent of the testimony. On the next day, 
Moses went into the tent of the testimony, and behold, the staff of Aaron for the house of Levi had sprouted and put forth buds and produced blossoms and ripe almonds. Then Moses brought out all the staffs from before the Lord to all the people of Israel, and they looked, and each man took his staff. And the Lord said to Moses, Put back the staff of Aaron before the testimony, to be kept as a sign for the rebels, that you may make an end of their grumblings against me, lest they die. Thus did Moses, as the Lord commanded him, so he did. And the people of Israel said to Moses, Behold, we perish, we are undone, we are all undone. Everyone who comes near, who comes near to the tabernacle of the Lord, shall die. Are we all to perish? So the Lord said to Aaron, You and your sons and your father's house with you shall bear iniquity connected with the sanctuary, and you and your sons with you shall bear iniquity connected with your priesthood. And with you bring your brothers also, the tribe of Levi, the tribe of your father, that they may join you and minister to you, while you and your sons with you are before the tents of the testimony. They shall keep guard over you and over the whole tent, but you shall not come near to the vessels of the sanctuary or to the altar, lest they and you die. They shall join you and keep guard over the tents of meeting for all the service of the tents, and no outsider shall come near you. And you shall keep guard over the sanctuary and over the altar. There may never again be wrath on the people of Israel. And behold, I have taken your brothers and the Levites from among the people of Israel. They are a gift to you, given to the Lord, to do the service of the tent of meeting. And you and your sons with you shall guard your priesthood for all that concerns the altar that is within the veil. And you shall serve. I give your priesthood as a gift, and any outsider who comes near shall be put to death. Then the Lord spoke to Aaron, Behold, I have given you charge of the contributions made to me, all the consecrated things of the people of Israel. I have given them to you as a portion and to your sons as a perpetual due. This shall be yours of the most holy things reserved from the fire, every offering of theirs, every grain offering of theirs, and every sin offering of theirs, and every guilt offering of theirs, which they render to me, shall be most holy to you and to your sons. In a most holy place shall you eat it. Every male may eat it. It is holy to you. This also is yours, the contribution of their gift, all their wave offerings of the people of Israel. I have given them to you and to your sons and daughters with you as a perpetual due. Everyone who is clean in your house may eat it. All the best of the oil and all the best of the wine and of the grain, the first fruits of which they give to the Lord, I give to you. The first ripe fruits of all that is in their land, which they bring to the Lord, shall be yours. Everyone who is clean in your house may eat it. Every devoted thing in Israel shall be yours. Everything shall open the womb of all flesh, whether man or beast, which they offer to the Lord, shall be yours. Nevertheless, the firstborn man you shall redeem, and the firstborn of any unclean animal you shall redeem, and their redemption price, at a month old you shall redeem them. You shall fix at five shekels in silver, according to the shekel of the sanctuary which is twenty geras. But the firstborn of a cow, the firstborn of a sheep, or the firstborn of a goat, you shall not redeem. They are holy. You shall sprinkle their blood on the altar, and shall burn their fat as a food offering with a pleasing aroma to the Lord. But their flesh shall be yours at the breast that is waved, and as the right thigh are yours. All the holy contributions of the people of Israel present to the Lord I give to you, and to your sons and daughters with you, as a perpetual due. It is a covenant of salt forever before the Lord, for you and for your offspring with you. And the Lord said to Aaron, You shall have no inheritance in their land, neither shall you have any portion among them. 
I am your portion and your inheritance among the people of Israel. To the Levites, I have given every tithe in Israel and for an inheritance and return for their service that they do, their service in the tent of meeting, so that the people of Israel do not come near the tent of meeting, lest they bear sin and die. But the Levites shall do the service of the tent of meeting, and they shall bear the iniquity. It shall be a perpetual statute throughout your generations, and among the people of Israel they shall have no inheritance. For the tithe of the people of Israel, which they present as a contribution to the Lord, I have given to the Levites for an inheritance. Therefore, I have said them, said of them that they shall have no inheritance among the people of Israel. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Moreover, you shall speak and say to the Levites, When you take from the people of Israel the tithe that I have given from them for your inheritance, then the Lord shall present a contribution from it to the Lord, a tithe of a tithe. And your contribution shall be counted as you, to you as though it were the grain of the threshing floor and as the fullness of the winepress. So you shall also present a contribution to the Lord from all your tithes, which you have received from the people of Israel, and from it you shall give the Lord's contribution to Aaron the priest. Out of all the gifts to you, you shall present every contribution due to the Lord for, from each its best part is to be dedicated. Therefore, you shall say to them, When you have offered from it the best of it, then the rest shall be counted to the Levites as produce of the threshing floor and as produce of the winepress. And you may eat it in a place, you and your households, for it is your reward and return for your service in the tent of meeting. And you shall bear no sin by reason of it, when you have contributed the best of it. But you shall not profane the holy things of the people of Israel lest you die. John chapter 21, verse 15 through 25. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I have loved you. He said to him, Feed my lambs. He said to him a second time, Simon, son of Judah, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he had said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Truly, truly, I say to you, when you were young, you used to dress yourself and walk wherever you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and another will dress you and carry you where you do not want to go. This he said to show by what kind of death he was to glorify God. And after saying this, he said to him, Follow me. Peter turned and saw the disciple whom Jesus loved following them, the one who also had leaned back against him during the supper and said, Lord, who is it that is going to betray you? When Peter saw him, he said to Jesus, Lord, what about this man? Jesus said to him, if it is my will that he remain until I come, what is that to you? You follow me. So the saying spread abroad among the brothers that the disciple was not to die. Yet Jesus did not say to him that he was not to die, but if it is my will that he remain until I come, what is that to you? This is the disciple who is bearing witness about these things, and who has written these things, and we know that his testimony is true. Now there are also many other things that Jesus did. Were every one of them to be written, I suppose the world itself could not contain the books that would be written.
Now we have finished five whole books of the Bible. We've read the book of Genesis, the book of Job, the book of Exodus, Leviticus, and now the Gospel of John. I love the ending of the book of John as John reflects on how he has portrayed the life of Christ. We should understand that John is writing um, in a retrospective sense, which means he's writing after all of these things have happened and he's looking back on memory. And he makes reference to himself as the disciple whom Jesus loved. He was loved. That's how he wants to be known. He says, I, he was the disciple who was loved and he writes about himself in the third person. And then reflecting on that even further, he says, now surely there are more things that Jesus did during his life. But I just haven't been able to write them all down. Surely, if such a book were written where all of the things that Jesus did were recorded, the world itself could not contain the book. But God has given us our book. He's given us the Bible. And hopefully, now that we've gone through four books of the Old Testament, now one book of the New Testament, my prayer for you is that you're starting to see how these things are interconnected. How there's a progressive revelation taking place as God is showing the people of Israel what his will is, who he is, and what his relationship to them should be, and how Christ is fulfilling these things and revealing himself to, again, the people of Israel and also the Gentiles, and telling them what their relationship with him should be. Jesus simply asks Peter, Do you love me? Our relationship with God should be one of love. Certainly, it is because of his love that we exist at all. Do you love God? For the love of God, we say. What does that mean to you? Jesus asks three times, and it grieves Peter. Do you love me? And he simply gives him the instruction to follow him.